This is Feel Good Friday on Wove Inspiration. Let's go. Yes, once again, this is Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition, where I interview some of the hottest indie artists in the country. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today my special guest is gospel rap artist Aaron Robinson. From the outside, Aaron Robinson may seem like one of thousands of hip-hop artists in the bustling and vast Atlantic Georgia music scene. But if you take a closer look inside, you're sure to find that Aaron Robinson is, above all, a man with a mission to spread the word of the Lord to an underprivileged, brokenhearted, and corrupt youth. His new single, 365, Confess His Name, promotes his original brand of gospel rap while preaching his message of enlightenment to the lives of an unguided generation. It is my pleasure to introduce to my listening audience, gospel rap artist, Aaron Robinson. How you doing, Aaron? Blessed and highly favored. Awesome. How about the substance out here? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, it was a long day for me as well. And yeah, I'm just glad it's almost Friday. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, start asking you some questions. I had looked over oh, your wow. bio, and I see that you are from Michigan. So Yeah, born and raised, born and raised. Okay. So tell yeah. me about what it was like living in uh, Muskegon, Michigan. Muskegon, Michigan, what it was like living there. Um, it's, in, it's in an impoverished environment. You know, um, growing up, I had a good childhood, but, you know, um, never missed a meal. Um, had good support around me, good family. You know, um, it was it was great growing up, growing up as a kid, because um, if you can remember, um, in the early 2000s, late 90s, you know, America was okay. Like, it wasn't the best, but it was, the living was good, you know, um, <laughs> like uh, jobs was flourishing, especially in Michigan around that time, you know, with um with, with Ford and Chrysler and everything. So everything was good um growing up up until I say two thousand eight when the recession hit and Ford and Chrysler had shut down. And um yeah that's that's when crime started just skyrocketing. It was when when the crime started to skyrocket, um I was in the middle of everything going on. So it was you know, I had to make a decision, and I, I chose to go the route of the Lord. Okay, okay. Which and, led to me relocating to Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. In 2000, because yeah. I was looking over your bio, and, and it was around 2008 and that everything started yeah. changing up. In 2008, yeah. for me, I was in Houston, Texas, dealing with a hurricane. That was Hurricane Ike for us. 
and Man. everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> so everything like shut down and we, this was like our first offer, my husband and I's first hurricane. So needless to say, wow. it was a interesting adventure. And in 2008, we actually had our first black president, but he came into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he he did. inherited a lot of mess that the previous guy, I don't want to say his name, he, he messed up. Yeah, so, yeah, big time. It was so, unfortunate, yeah. So I was, yeah. I did read over your bio and everything, and so you, you had mentioned earlier that your conditions were really, you know, kind of hard for you, so, and then- yeah, It was rough, yeah. it was rough. And at one point, you actually had joined a gang, so how, how did yeah. that actually transpire? I mean, growing growing up in Michigan, you know, um, in that environment, is you know the the gang culture is really like a way of life with my generation. You know, um, if you're not playing sports, you're bound to become susceptible to some type of um, uh, you you're you're bound to be a victim to gang activity or a person who's um, you know, who's who's in cahoots with the gang. Yeah. out there you know um it's really it's not like you know bloods and crips out in california or you know um anything like that it's more so a street games you know like clicks uh-huh. and um you know it's a lot of it was a lot of mischief going on you know around the age 13 14 and um you know not having a father figure in my life at the time i was just i was um i was shark bait you know i was a prime candidate to you know, fall into the hands of um, that device of the enemy mm-hmm. because I, I wasn't really into, I, I, I love sports, but my interest, you know, waned because I didn't have the, the fame. My mom didn't have the finances, you know, to to support me in that. And also, you know, she was working a lot. So I didn't, I didn't have much support. But I, didn't, I didn't have somebody on my back about going to football practice or going to play basketball or going to a boxing gym or anything like that. So I was just, you know, left to myself. And in that, you know, idle hands is the devil's playground. And I end up um end up hanging out with some friends, you know, they they were selling drugs, you know, selling crack cocaine and stuff like that. And they were making money. You know, they bring, you know, ten dollars, twenty dollars to school, you know, look petty money in. They was buying snacks and stuff like they were showing their money off and you know showing off their new shoes, new clothes and stuff. And I'm looking at myself like, well, I don't, I don't have that, so how can I get it? Yeah. And of course, you know, one thing led to another, and I was affiliated with um with the the young guys who was you know um, active in the gang activity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what was the turning point for your mom? To say, you know what, I can't. We can't do this no more. We need to move. What, what was, you know, was there a certain event or something that took place that she said like uh-huh. enough is enough? It, it was a chain of events. Yeah. You know, um, her her friend's <clears throat> son that got murdered at a corner store, oh, wow. and um, coming home, <clears throat> coming home, um, she she said that the holy she heard the Holy Spirit tell her that it would be more deaths. Mm-hmm. after that you know and that was devastating because the guy was young you know he was in his early 20s and he got killed over nothing you know it was it was getting bad like he there was a robbery going wrong they thought he had a lot of money on him and 
he didn't. He didn't have anything, and I guess he seen that face, and so they killed him anyway. It was just, it was bad. But my mom, uh, she she heard the Holy Ghost tell her that it would be more deaths. And I'm, I think I was 14 at the time, you know, so she had talked periodically, you know, from time to time about moving to a different city in Michigan, not moving outside of the state. You know, she talked about moving to Kalamazoo, Michigan for a long time, well, for about three or four months or whatever, or moving to Lansing or anywhere but Mesquite because it was just, it was getting terrible. Yeah. It wasn't the same city that we, we grew up in. You know, um, stuff started getting closed down and jobs were scarce. You know, at that point in time, uh, Michigan had the highest unemployment rate in the whole nation. And Muskegon, the Muskegon um, White County Township, I think that was ranked like top 10 in unemployment Wow. out of um, county townships in America. So it was bad. So outside of her not really having an opportunity to, you know, make ends meet for the household, um, also, she had a dream that um, that I was chained to a porch <clears throat> with a long white T-shirt on, and she was calling my name to come down from the porch. And the, I was on the porch of a crack house, mm. and well, it was like a abandoned house, but you know, it, it was depicting that it was a crack house. And I tried to come to her, and I couldn't because I was shackled up to the porch, and I was just looking. I was looking like not afraid, but I was like, I just had this look on my face. Like I wasn't right. Like uh, my mind wasn't right. And she said, when she had that dream, she knew that she had to get me away from that environment because I was, you know, getting suspended from school and, you know, hanging around the wrong crowd and stuff. So she made it her duty to make sure we, we got out of Michigan. And she mm -hmm. ended up um, going to Atlanta to visit for a week. Uh, back in May of 2008, she visited a friend out here, and um, she came back from Georgia. She's like, you know what? We moving, we moving to Atlanta. Like that's that's what we going. I'm like for real, like we moving to Atlanta. Like yeah, we moving to Atlanta. I'm like all right, cool. And I was opposed to it at first. I was being rebellious. My dad, you know, he had just um, he was incarcerated. He had just got out of prison, so I wanted to be around him. Mm -hmm. And you know, he was. He was about to get his own place or whatever. So I wanted to, to stay with him. But uh, my mom, she fought. She prayed that I would, you know, join her in coming to Atlanta. And uh, one thing led to another. And, you know, we relocated. We moved by faith. Yeah. And my mom, she didn't have a job. She didn't have a job opening out here. She didn't. It was no, it was no type of plan. <laughs> it was just, we, we go move and that's it. Yeah. It was all faith in the Lord. He provided. You know, she got she started working. She got a car, a new car. I mean, like the Lord he just you know, step by step, he just provided. He made a way. Yeah. Made a way out of nothing. So Yeah, it sounds like your mom is a powerful praying mama for real. And that and she I is. <laughs> she is. And then and, and she really, you know, made, it was like a major influence, even though that, you know, your dad was incarcerated and he, and he came out and everything. Um, your mm -hmm. mom, it, it, I mean, it really sounds like she had this, this determination that um, she was going to keep her kids prayed over for real. And, and by any mm -hmm. means necessary, I'm going to watch over my kids. So that is, that's yeah. amazing. And so, okay, so now you're on your way to Atlanta and everything. And mm -hmm. 
what started to change in you as far as you know the transition from where you were and going to Atlanta? Um, man, like no kidding. Um, on the way, on the way here, you know, um, I think we was in the state of Indiana. We was leaving the Midwest region, and my mom she had pulled over the car. And she was having, like, some type of panic attack. You know, she said that she couldn't breathe. Like, she, like, her breath was, like, it was just out of her body. Like, she was, she was panicking. But while she was having a panic attack, I felt a relief. Like, I felt, like, I felt lighter. Mm-hmm. Like, something was just lifting off me. Like, it, I know it was evil spirits leaving. It had to be. But I just felt so light. Like I felt good out of nowhere. Like man, this is it's a good feeling. Yeah. Like Atlanta, it it must be a good move. I I just felt so light. And the thing is, is um the Lord He answered my prayer. I I asked that He show Himself real in my life, because I was going down the path of having a mind frame that there is no God, thinking like it can't be no God with everything that's going on in the world now. So I prayed a prayer one night, and I, I said, Lord, if You're real, show me. And he didn't speak right then and there. He didn't do anything spectacular, you know, to make me believe that he was real. But I began to see with action that he was. And, you know, with us leaving the Midwest region, me feeling light, me feeling those evil spirits lift off of me, you know, that let me know right there that he was like, this spiritual thing is, is real. Yeah. And it's nothing to play with. That's awesome. And so now you're 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 in Atlanta now and everything. And when did the bug of of uh, rapping start kicking in for you? Uh, the the rap always it was always in me. You know, um, it's just I wasn't doing it for the Lord. Okay. But um, the rap was always in me. I like I used to freestyle with my cousins in the neighborhood. Um, I used to write rhymes at day. I started writing rhymes at the age of eight. I didn't have much to talk about, but I, I knew I had some type of message to give to the world. You know, so yeah. the Lord, he was grooming me with that gift early on in my life. You know, scriptures say uh, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. You know, before your mom conceived you, I knew you. You know, yeah. um, I caused you to be a prophet into all nations. You know, he, he, know, he already know the call in our life before we even manifest into you know the earth's atmosphere you know so he was he was um grooming that gift in me early on but when i came out here to atlanta it was like like the stage was set my cousin he had a he had a um in-home in-home studio he had a microphone in his closet with the with the laptop the pro tools set and i knew how to work and he taught me how to mix and master he taught me how to engineer so i recorded myself and you know we had beats for days. You know we had hundreds of beats, <laughs> like a never-ending stream of beats. You know, so I go through beats, I write lyrics. But I started, um, I started writing for the Lord when I came out here. I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a step fur, a uh, step forward, step further to try to, you know, put God in my rhymes. Because at first I wasn't. I was just talking about what I was witnessing in my environment. Mm-hmm. So I started, um, I, I made the approach to start doing gospel rap when I was 16, but I wasn't rooted and grounded in the words, so I didn't 
I didn't know how to balance it out. I, I, I thought I could strive with sense. I thought I could talk about the Lord and still, you know, compromise with the world. But only the Holy Ghost taught me that that was normal. That's awesome. So you yeah. are now you you're you're doing a lot of um, touring and everything. Are you in doing ministry and like the with the youth and everything? How's that going for you? Um, ministry with the youth. Um, it's going good. It's going good. You know, I don't have like a set platform or a set you know uh, program to where it's like you know we're doing something every Sunday or a youth service every Sunday or something like that. It's um it's in the works. Even touring, you know, that's I mean, I'm here and there I do shows, but it's not like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just booked with tours. Like, yeah. You know, I'm a real artist. You know, it's still something that we build. It's a it's a work in progress. Yeah. Right now it's a matter of just connecting with the right people, you know, and um getting booked. But I'm doing shows, you know, I'm ministering and things like that. You know, we uh we go to the homeless shelter uh, once a month, every second Saturday at my church. And, um, yeah, me and a few other members, we go down there and minister to the men downtown in Atlanta, you know, after we serve, after we serve the food. And also, um, I preach, I preach my pastor, you know, pulls on me to um, give a word. You know, whether it be exhortation or a real sermon, you know, like a 30, 45 minute sermon. I just, I'm fitting in where I get in right yeah. now. You know, just being in, in season and out of season until the Lord opens up another door for yeah. me to do ministry full time. Yeah, and I can yeah. see, I can see that in, as, as far as, you know, some people they want, their, their main focus is just getting out there to get, to get their music out there. but it sounds like mm-hmm. to me your your whole mission is just getting the word out there, and then the music Absolutely. is just like the bonus uh, to to the whole ministry. So I I really yeah. uh, admire that in you. So yeah. and um you know just keep doing what you're doing because the doors are definitely going to open for you because of your your diligence mm-hmm. and your determination to just focus on getting the word out and, and everything else will fall into place for sure. Yeah. So you have a new, um, you have a new single and it's called, it's the 365 confess his name. Tell me about that. Yeah. 365 confess his name. That was, um, I don't, I don't like to use the word crossover, but that was like a crossover song for me, not crossover from the gospel to the world, but it was more so like a transition for me, you know, being in a place of being seen one way into, you know, the Lord showing me to the world, like, I right, this is, of me showing myself to the world, like, this is who I'm standing for. I'm standing for the Lord, mm-hmm. nothing is shaking me, you know, uh, yeah, I wrote that song back in 2015, 2015, late 2015. This was around the time I was um, aspiring to go to the NBA D-League, this um, development league for the NBA. It's like the, the minor league for the NBA. And um, I was training, like, every morning. Like, I was diligent, working out five days a week. Like, I was focused. Like, I was putting all of my time, effort, and energy 
into, you know, playing basketball. But, you know, one morning, like 3 o'clock in the morning, that's how I was about to go out to the basketball court and um, train. Um, I just felt, I felt the spirit of the Lord on me to sit down and write some lyrics before mm-hmm. I went out to the basketball court. So um, I took a step of faith and I sat down and um, I opened up my notepad, I turned on my music playlist, started going through beats, and the first beat that I heard, I just, like, I felt I felt the urge to just write, put everything on paper, what I was feeling. And the first line of the song is, I can't fulfill the lust of the flesh in my hands is outstretched. The spirit and the truth, true worship at its best. That's what I was feeling at the time. Like, um, it's lust all around me. Well, it's, it's temptation to, you know, dive into, you know, lustful activity and all of that. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, lift my hands and spirit and truth. And I'm going to call out unto the Lord. Like, this, this is where I'm at. This is me, Lord. Like, I'm right here. Use me. However you want to use me. Because my life, it, it ain't, it's not my own anyway. Yeah. So by me confessing to you that I want to be used by you, by me opening up my heart to you, in turn, I'm going to show the world what my heart is towards the Lord. And no matter what, Lord, I'm going to confess your name every day because I know, I know how sovereign you are. I know how good you are. And I can't turn away from you because it's too much that I know about you. It's too much that I know about you, so I'm going to confess your name. And that's, that's how the, the birth of 365 came about. That's nice. That's real nice, for real. So what suggestions would you, could you give to someone who might be struggling to get their music out there to, to just, I mean, just to even get recognized for their talent? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, a huge, bold question. You know, I was just asked that, um, was that today? Yeah, I was just asked that question today uh, via Instagram. And it's like, first, is this your call? Yeah. You know, um, I, I see Christian hip-hop is becoming very popular now. I mean, so popular to a point where it's like, I like, we got to keep this thing in perspective. Like, we got to... You got to make sure we uplifting the Lord and not just putting the label Christian over our own conscious thinking. You know what I mean? Because yes. a carnal mind is enmity against God anyway, so we got to make sure we keeping it about the Word of God and we keeping it about the mission of the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know, um, one has to they they have to be called to rap. And I've been wanting to say this for a while. Like, it's one thing to, to want to rap for the Lord, but you, it's another thing to be called to do it, to really be gifted. Like, if, you, if you're gifted with wordplay and you, you're good at, at rapping, why not do it for the Lord if your heart is right? If you're, if you're really a born-again Christian, why not do it? But I see a lot of people, well, not a lot, but I see people, certain people out here, they... They, they want to take up the Christian rap because they see others prosper from it. And mm-hmm. they think that they can get into it and just have it all given to them, just like how it was given to the other person. Yeah. And it, it don't go like that. So if you're, if you're talented, if you're called to minister the gospel and you know how to rap, then, you know, go ahead, go for it. You know, just put yourself out there. Just, you know, post videos you know, use um, social media to your advantage. Post videos of you freestyling or um, rapping your 16 bars or rapping your songs. You never know who's watching. Um, 
get you some material recorded at a recording studio, invest, invest into your gift. Don't just let it sit dormant, like actually take it serious. And if you, if it's a career, you got to be willing to go to bat for that career. So invest into it, you know, get you some stuff um, pressed up on a CD and send it out, you know, send it out to, to Kurt Franklin or send it out to William McDowell, send it out to those who are uh, uh, Willie Moore Jr. You know, send it out, like, try to see where that, where that P.O. boxes are. Yeah. I sent out uh, my album to Bizzle, God Over Money. Sent it, sent it to his P.O. box. Never got a response, but it was worth a try. Mm-hmm. You know, I take leaps of faith, and I would encourage anyone who's aspiring to be not just a Christian hip-hop artist, but a, a singer, whatever. Get your stuff out there. Put it in front of those who have the power to make a decision to open up a platform for you. And also, while you're seeking that platform, be mindful that your character has to be rooted in the word. Like, it has to be rooted in Christ. Because if not, you get on that platform and you get the acting, <laughs> you know, you get the big head or you get the acting outside of Christ, it can damage the body. Yeah. yeah. You know, it can really damage the body. So, you got to be, we got to be mindful of having a character of Christ while we're trying to reach these platforms. Exactly. And that was one yeah. of the things that I had posted actually earlier this week was the uh, pose the question, you know, what's the, the, the difference between a Christian rap and a rapper who is a Christian? The bottom line is, is you got to have your life, your lifestyle lined up. Because if you're gonna, mm-hmm. if you're gonna rap, if you're gonna rap God's word, and you're gonna, you're rapping for, um, to encourage the youth and everything, and then you, yeah. when you leave off the stage, you you smoke on a blunt or something like that. I'm yeah. like, okay, you can you gonna confuse the mess out of folks out there. Yeah. So your yeah. lifestyle and the words that you spit and got to line up. They have to line right. up. So I really, yeah. I, I I can tell just by just talking to you this this short period of time that you are on the one mm-hmm. for real. And I also let me make yeah. sure that I congratulate you once again on your marriage. Congratulations, <laughs> you. sir. Thank I am you. extremely Thank happy for you and your wife. You. And many, many blessings for you as well. So how Thank can you. people reach you? Um, to reach me, social media, all platforms, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram handle. Uh, my Instagram handle is um, at a R underscore U N I T E D F R O N T. That's A R underscore United Front. And it's the same for Twitter. A R underscore United Front. Facebook is um Facebook.com slash A A R O N U N I T E D F R O N T. Facebook.com slash Aaron United Front. That'll lead you to, uh, to my music page. And um yeah, I'm also on Spotify, Google Play, every digital streaming platform. Just type in Aaron Robinson, A A O A O B I N S O N, and um, I'm material okay. will pop up. And I am going to be playing one of your singles called "Redeemed." I'm playing the whole yeah. the whole song because when I the heard that song, song I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I, I <laughs> my kids are are, are dancers, hip hop dancers. And and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I heard uh, I want my kids to listen to this, and what I might have them do is dance to it 
and I'm going to videotape it and send it to you. All right, I, and I'm yes, going to post it on my page. Okay. I'm, post it I'm, in the story, and yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you yeah. have any last words for our listening audience? Um, the stand courage. Whoever whoever's listening, you know, looking to be, you know, um, inspired, just stand courage. Look to the Lord in all things. You know, um, as soon as your eyes open, you think about the Lord. Always meditate upon the Lord because, you know, we live in we living in the in the last days. We live in a day where where evil is is is, is starting to spread and it's becoming you know, um, the norm. And we have to stay mindful upon the Lord, you know, so all in all, just stay encouraged because, you know, the Lord, he is our strong tower. You know, he's the one that, that we can we can come to and, and lay all our cares upon and he take care of it. He'll replace, you know, our heavy, our heavy yokes with his yoke. You know, um, our heavy burdens with his burden, which is light. His yoke is easy. His way is the way, you know, he is the way, the truth, and the life. So my 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 last words is just encourage everyone to stay committed yeah. to the Lord. Stay committed to the gospel. Cause he's the only way that we can we can see ourselves through this life. There's no other way. Not a million dollars can't save us, you know. Prettier looks can't save us, you know, a, a taller stature can't save us. Cars, none of that can save us, but the Lord, He will show us how to get through this life, also eternal life. So Amen. stay encouraged. Keep keep fighting a good fight. Keep fighting a good fight. Amen and amen. So, Aaron, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us on Wove Inspiration. It has been an honor and a blessing to have you on my show yeah, today. Likewise. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. Awesome. And just look for that video because it will be coming out shortly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Make sure you tag me. Oh, I'm most certain. Now, I'm most certain. I'll return the favor. All right. All right. I'll return the favor by posting it on my profile and <laughs> tagging Wolf Inspiration in the video. I will definitely do that. So mm -hmm. this is out here yeah. with Wove Inspirations. I am going to sign out. Everybody have an awesome weekend. You just take care and God bless. Johnny Giuliano. Plenty is harvest, I'm working, I labor that ministry started. Seek a land, I'm so charted, forsaking my flesh, and I labor the nonsense. Holy Ghost in my belly, got fire, you tell me the spiritual arson. Front line, we united, got passion ignited, my soul just is marching. Gotta feel this a war zone, more so, guys, I'ma be my wardrobe. Gotta claim righteousness, boom, torso. Should've faith, but I ain't walking with my eyes closed. Should've faith, I'ma hold it on a high note. Should've faith, got me pushing on the dark throne. Peace and peace, I walk in peace, living water, gotta have it, I'ma self-decree. Wrap a hook for a 
my soul to win, stay on the street Got my ride up on the land, we ain't fun to see Exodus, Exodus, breaking idols, getting free At the name of Jesus Christ, everybody take a knee Bondage had his captive, slave to sin If you got God's spirit, then you born again If you got God's spirit, then you live for hell Speaking unknown tongues for the evidence It's stirring in my gut for vanilla vents Shooting words at the crowd, super loud to enlighten Yeah, my prayers gotta heighten to the punish like a titan Cause we in the last days in a devastating fight Make it evil look enticing to the point we wanna try Now we still be consequence cause the word wanna quit The kingdom is at hand, so look alive and repent Scripture messages, hold on to them tight, you need it forever Can't get stuck in your stress and you need anything, just look up to heaven The kingdom see first, the Lord's will is first, you got any needs Just fall to your knees, repent for your sins, now you are redeemed, clean Been bought with a price, was paid at the cross, don't suffer a loss, salvation is yours, redeemed Disciples out here that answer the call and claim that Jesus the Christ is Lord Redeem like I'm ball back. You can tell Satan to fall back. Trying to play me to the left? You can get curved like a ball cat. I'ma scream his name from the rooftops. I'ma type it in all caps. Oh, I gotta show him where the cross at. Yeah, he's very much alive. And you can't take the denier when you die. Gospel cast come across too secular. I just think that's a terrible disguise. Especially in a day and age where the majority is unaware of the divide between them and God. Sin is a barrier that won't let you get near to the divine. World. And I'm not the one that you should be complaining to Cause I didn't make the rules Alpha Omega the who all the praises do Jesus he made me new And if he left me alone I'm completely incapable But he's here by my side And now I'm just ready to ride like Mercedes Cruz I ain't blaming he could've just left me hanging Like your first pair of baby shoes But he chose to come get me, forgive me For all of my ways that ain't you You got any needs? Meet up my God will be pleased just drop to your knees and repentin' I'll win you like washing machine Ugh. The scripture messages, hold on to them tight, you need it forever Can't get stuck in your stress and you need anything, just look up to heaven The kingdom see first, the Lord's will is first, you got any needs? Just fall to your knees, repent for your sins, now you are redeemed, clean Been bought with a price, was paid at the cross, don't suffer a loss, salvation is yours, redeemed Thank you so much for tuning in to Woe Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition. I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in being interviewed on my station, send me an email at wobe2005 at yahoo.com and just let me know, hey, I'm interested in being on your show. And if you want to follow me, you can either follow me on Instagram or on Facebook under Wove Inspiration. Thank you so much again. I am your host, Althea Richardson. You guys have an awesome night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Let's go.